could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, man. And I appreciate that. What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 80 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Big shouts to everyone listening to Combo's Court across the globe. The continued support, man, nothing short of amazing. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app. Go pause this episode, get that done for me, and get right back because we have a great show. On today's installment of Combo's Court, Doug Compton joins in. Doug has been working Summer League for almost a decade now. He wears many hats there. He was also a skill development coach for Fiat Torino, which is in the top professional league in Italy. Uh, We had a great conversation. Think you guys are going to really enjoy this one. We give you an inside look at Summer League, plus so much more. Go follow Doug on Instagram at DComptonJr. That's D-C-O-M-P-T-O-N-J-R. You know you could follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. at Summer League. Yeah. He also, um, Fiat Torino, which is a top-level team in Italy, uh-huh. skills development assistant coach. Yep. Um, can you tell us a little bit what you what you got going on at Summer League, like everything that you're doing? Because yep. I know you've been here like eight, nine years. Yep, yep. So I've been coming um, since right before the lockout. Um, started out just kind of doing whatever my bosses, Warren Legary and Albert Hall, would say. Uh, I could run stats to the GMs. I could work the elevator. Uh, we used to have a little sprite court that I used to have to put together every day. It was probably a 30 by 30 sport court with a goal on it. It was just a sprite court. It was one of our very few sponsors. Um, And I had to do that about every day. So first few years, I went from running stats and, you know, kind of being a a real intern in the gym. And over the last uh, about five years, um, I've earned their trust a little more. And I've... uh, been in charge of you know getting here early to help open up the gym for guys or uh in charge of our vip guests i do a lot of driving i've gotten i've gotten to shuttle around some pretty great basketball minds such as jerry west and and jerry colangelo and larry brown and rc buford and quinn snyder and george raveling so it it, some of the stories and and things i've heard that have almost happened and never happened in the NBA is is pretty cool, you know, just in these quick little van rides. Yeah. Um, help make sure our VIP VIP guests get in. You VIP see. combo, man. You take good right, care right, of combo. Right, right. Combo, <laughs> Combo's VIP, man. Summer League, I don't think people realize how fun Summer League is. Like, mm. to me, going to Summer League is better than going to a regular season game because mm-hmm. I'm the type of guy that likes to project talent and how they'll turn out. Yep. And when, when you're in the NBA, that's already the highest level. Yep. On top of that, you could watch multiple games. You could sit pretty much where you yep. want. Um... But I wanted to ask you, how has Summer League changed and evolved over the last nine to ten years? Well, it's funny you say that. So, 
my first few years in the summer league, we had guys out here with the names that go by Kawhi Leonard, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of guys grow up, and I'm I'm like you, you know, Kimball Walker. Like uh, it goes on and on. I'm like you, where I I, I like to come out here and and predict guys. You know, um, it, you know, I was really my, one of my one of my first summer leagues out here. I'll never forget Washington Wizards drafted a guy named Jan Vesely, and that. he came out here was flying around dunking on people, and I was like, oh, you know, it was him. Uh, Valanchunas and Dantas Montajunas, like all the three big guys, all came over at the same time. Right. You know, one was for Houston, one was for the Raptors, and and then Jan with Jan Vesely was for the the Wizards. And not saying not not knocking Jan at all, but I thought he was going to be more of an impact player in the I league. I did too. I remember and, that. Yeah, and yeah. he um, super athletic, super athletic man. Yeah. I think he only lasted maybe two years in the league. Another another funny story is. I spent two years at the University of Kansas, so my second year out here, um, my roommate from Kansas was actually playing, playing out here, Josh Selby. Right, killer, right, right. Killer. Maybe, maybe one of the best high school kids I've I've ever seen, as far as tough, getting a bucket, you know, NBA body, being ready to play. Um, he came out to the summer league, put on a show. Uh, really, probably would have been the the outright MVP if if Damian Lillard didn't lead the Blazers to the to the finals of the summer league so they shared the MVP right right and you know Josh was my boy and it's just funny to see um how you know where certain situations where you can land can can really have an impact on your career you know uh he's a very talented guy and I thought he was as talented as everyone and you see like where Damian is now and 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 Josh is still a very good player but he hasn't made as much money as Damian yeah um and so it's cool, you know. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of examples like that. You know, I've, uh, I feel like I saw the Warriors before anyone ever saw the Warriors. Right. You know, they hired Mark Jackson. He came out here, and and from the established his culture from from the jump. You know, they had Aaron Kraft playing the point guard. They had Harrison Barnes, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Festus Azili, and that and they just played their ass off. Um for two summer leagues straight. Like, their goal was to come out here, not lose, win the summer league, and take that into the regular season. And, shit, I think I think it worked. I mean, yeah. Steph been to five finals in a row, you for know? Sure. And, and it's, it's crazy. You know, I didn't I didn't get to see Steph play out here. Um, that was a little bit before your time? Yeah, just, that, I missed him by a year. I missed him by a year. Uh, you know why I think these guys translate? Because I think it's almost tougher to get off in summer league than than if you have a lot of time in a regular season oh, no. game. Because yo, they're they're jumping for every block shot. Right. They're going 100 miles an hour. You're not really settled in. And then there's 15 guys who they want to see play. Right. It's not. It, and that's when I see guys like Ty, Ty Hero. Right. Like getting off like that. He's. I'm like he's tough. 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 You know what I mean? Yep. No, you're right. Uh, it, it's a very weird deal. You know, it's yeah. like uh, back in the day when you were you know a kid trying to trying to get noticed at an AAU or right. a college event. And everybody's trying to get off. Everyone's trying to get off, man. Yeah. And, and the spacing's bad and, and it's, right. you know, control what you can control. But, man, you, you get frustrated because you're going in for two or three minutes and, you know, all their all their NBA teams have all their guys that they got to cater to. You know, obviously, you know, the draft picks, you know, are going to get first rights and, you know, get the most shots and all that. Then you got guys who are very talented, you know, but fighting for spots and it, it is tough and 
but I love it. You see, you see what guys are made of out here, and yeah, and how they respond, and how how good their IQs are because they're being thrown with so much stuff in such a short amount of time. And now, when I first came out here, there was no NBA TV, no ESPN, and all. But now, like, you've seen it grow up, grow yeah. up, and and you know these these kids got to be ready to play or else. You get exposed before the league, before training camp even yeah. starts. You know. Yeah, definitely. Speaking about exposed, the, the Knicks, you know, they. I don't know if this was a good start to what they're trying to do because they had four rotation guys in the game. I saw. I think they won the other night, but the game I saw, they struggled, man. And that just mentally is is yeah. not the way to start. And on top of that, you know, when you go to um. When you see the Clippers pay, Steve Ballmer is there. Mm-hmm. 9 p.m., hardly anybody's in the gym, mm-hmm. but he's there watching the game. Yep. You know, yep. Mark Cuban's there, front yep. and center. Yep. I don't know if James Dolan knows these games are even going on, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, no. how do you think the Knicks will adjust? And uh, what do you think, what, what's your initial thoughts of uh, R.J. Barrett? Um, I did, I, I will I'll give him this. I did see Mr. Dolan at the first two games. Okay. Um, I did see him there. He had a little, he, yeah. Okay, he, he did. He okay, there. good, yeah, good, good. There. Okay. Um, the Knicks, yeah, I I was expecting more than Knicks, you know, because like you said, like they got Knox, they got RJ, like they got Mitchell, they got guys who have to play for the Knicks in the big boy season. Yeah. And you know, they they've struggled. And I think that's just part of still being young, still trying to establish culture. Um Fisdale, I think Coach Fisdale is great. Uh he, he is. spoke he spoke at one of our events the other day and and he's great. Um he said something the other day that that I I really liked when when you're trying to you know either establish a team you have like if if you're if you're living by growth and development you have to live with the results um it's like you know you can't be worried about growth and development and be worried about wins and your losses Right. With the growth, and that's develop- tough with fan pressure. Right, in New right, York, right. New York media. Exactly. So yeah. I thought Fisdale has, has done a great job in the media. Um, it, it was I, I never thought about that before. I have thought about it, but but not into the capacity of coaching the New York Knicks. You know, um, he was saying he caught a lot of heat, but he felt like that they only won 17 games this year, but that they that they did get better. You know, and his goal is each week get better. You know, we got to live with the results as long as our growth and development is heading in the right direction, which I thought that was pretty cool. But um, Knicks fans, I feel kind of it was a tough summer for the Knicks fans, you know. Didn't didn't yeah. hit, didn't didn't exactly hit a home run in free agency, although I think they got a lot of very good professional players who take their job very seriously. And I think the Knicks – call me crazy, man, if you want. I think the Knicks are going to be in – a position for to battle for that eighth seed. Word. Well, the East is not as strong as the West, neither, so you might be right. right, right. Yeah. And, you know, they just added Marcus Morris, uh, who I think is a great wing player. You know, Bobby Portis is going to play his butt off. Uh, Taj Gibson is a seasoned vet. Um, they signed Reggie Bullock, you know, who can make shots. Yeah, yeah. I, Actually, he's tough. For the, he, he fits the current NBA well. Yeah. Reggie Bullock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and the, it, with the East, East being so top-heavy, um, you know, if the Knicks could maybe get two more good role players, and if they just worry about you know playing hard today, playing hard today, I don't think it'd be crazy to see them. You know, in that ninth, tenth, eleventh yeah. seed. You know, kind of like where we saw Charlotte. We without you know they won't have Kimba, but you know I, I think the Knicks will play hard and are definitely going to surprise some people. 
Yeah. Let, let's shift to this. Uh, speaking about shifting. Uh, yo, you were here for the earthquake, man. Oh, wait. My first ever <laughs> earthquake ever. Yo, what was that like in there, man? It was insane. It was insane. So I was mid-convo with a guy. Um, and the guy was talking to me. He was so intense. His convo didn't get thrown off at all. But I literally had to step back and grab onto the counter. He was buying a pretzel. And I had to grab onto the counter. I thought I was getting sick. I felt lightheaded. I thought I was going to pass out. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't have anything to drink, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I've been, I've been working all day. Like, I didn't, I didn't think, any, you know, I was dehydrated or anything. And, and next thing you know, like, literally a rush of people just running up the stairs. Like a, like a bull rush, you know. Um, and I go, you know, peek my hand in the gym. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, oh, dude, did you not feel like, you know, it was an earthquake, man. I'm like, what? An earthquake. Then it kind of all made sense to you, yeah, though. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. then I, then I, then I looked up. That must have been a sigh of relief that you're not all like something was you weren't sick or something. Yeah, in a way, right? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> about to pass out, but it was weird. You know, the jumbotron was shaking and, and the speakers were shaking, and we they were playing clips of the the L.A. Dodgers game and. I don't know if you saw that camera, but that camera was violently moving. Yeah, up and the head. fans didn't even look like they were fans messed up by players, it, fans or the players. So it was it was extremely weird, you know. Yeah. Growing up in Kansas and Florida, you know, I've been in been a part of tornadoes and hurricanes. That earthquake was was. Yeah, we don't see stuff like that in New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the year I yeah. lived in New York, I, you know, I didn't. Yeah. And overseas, yeah. I, never, I didn't even you know see any natural disasters like that. Yeah, you don't hear crazy. about it as much over yeah. there. I'm sure they have yeah. it, but. Yeah. Uh, that was quite the experience. It was very interesting. We didn't hear, so um, someone had to fly in from New York to inspect the building, and we didn't hear until 10.03 a.m. The, the following morning. You know, doors open at 11 here. Game started at 12. We didn't hear until 10.03 a.m. is when we got the okay that the gym was safe to be played in. That's crazy. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Let's shift to this, man. Taco, Taco Fall. Yo, he has like a cult-like following already. Yo, when I was in the gym yesterday, he would just post up and the crowd would go crazy. Unbelievable. Yo, so I'm just like, I think being likable could help your career. Oh, 100%. You know, it definitely helps overseas players' career. So do you see him, you know, he doesn't really fit in the current NBA, but do you see him having a long NBA career? Um, You know, I think with, with, with how teams are... are are utilizing, you know, Boban, but you know, Boban, right. He, he's had, he's had, right. A, I mean, he's not getting a lot of minutes, but making a career for sure. And dude's made a lot of money. Yeah. You know, um, I think, I think taco, you know, if tacos conditioning can stay up and he can get end to end. I, I, I don't, I don't see why one of these 30 teams wouldn't make room for a guy who's seven. What is he? Seven, five, seven, six, seven, six. Yo, when he dunks, the end of that dunk, like when he's hanging on the rim, he's his on feet the are on the yeah, floor. He's on the ground. He's on the ground. It so. looks almost like is that legal? Like you're like, <laughs> <laughs> is that a travel? Like, real, I don't right? even know what's going on. For real, I mean it's insane. So I I flew to the summer league from from Boston and and they were all on my flight and the dude almost hits his head on the plane getting in. He had there were so many people rushing him in the airport. You know they sent someone over from the airline to kind of like monitor it to sit with them. You know before he yeah. checked in. I mean, I've never seen anything, a guy not get drafted and have this much following. I think it's great. Right, I'm so right. happy for the kid. Yeah, it's dope. He's, he's worked so hard, man. I remember when, when he came to UCF, you know, five years I don't years even ago. think he was a projected NBA player no, no, back no. then. Yeah. You know, people didn't even know if he was going to last in college. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the dude, I don't know him at all, but from afar and from what I've heard, 
he he lived in the weight room he ate right you know he watched his film um went took care of his business in in the classroom and and I'm so happy that he's getting this opportunity to to play at the highest level and you know I hope he sticks around and with the fan with the fan following like this I someone's got to take a I mean, think if he's got fans like this at the Subway yeah. game. It was packed with green hats, right. and, and they're all cheering for Taco. The other day, we had six grown-ass men running around in six-foot taco suits. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not freaking Halloween, man. So, <laughs> so it's, it, you know, it's unbelievable. So, you know, my mindset is the if the, the, the G League, you know, two-way contract, you know, if they're really trying to take it seriously and move on to – you got to get a guy like that to stick around and yeah. not go overseas. Yeah. And, you can't tell me when he shows up to the Westchester Knicks or Sioux Falls or, come or out. Rio Grande. People are going to come You're out. You're going to come see him. Yeah. You know? And you got to find a way to market that energy. 100%. Yeah. You know? So yeah. so I think, you know, I think Taco can be utilized like kind of like the ba- the Darius Baisley kid with the G League. and He's tough. Yeah. You know? He so, got a handle. Yeah. He could shoot yeah, yeah, it from yeah. mid-range, from yep. outside. Hey, how, about, um, how about Brian Bowen? I don't tough. know if you had a chance to watch him, but tough. he has... Surprises the hell out of me. You know, the kids had a rough last two years with all the NCAA stuff that's going on. Yeah. But man, he has been hooping out here. And, uh, you know, according to him, not trying to sound, you know, like, like the man Wold or anything, but, you know, I got a few sources. <laughs> all right, all right. And, and, and he is loved in the indie organization. Um, you know, they signed him to a two way. I've talked to a couple guys up there who, who said they wouldn't be surprised if. You know he's a full-time pacer. You know by when it's when it's all said yeah. and done, playing big minutes for him. Yeah, uh, if they believe in you, they're gonna throw the money at you for sure, yeah, yeah, and, or yeah. at least give you the opportunity. Yeah, to play, and you know with a guy like that, you know who, who they signed, and I, I believe he went undrafted. Uh, I could be wrong. He could have been late second, but I thought you know I thought they signed him, signed him you know to a deal on draft day, and you know. That, that, that kind of works out for better for some guys who, who don't get drafted. You can kind of pick. Yeah. Kind of like my guy Wayne Seldon. It's a case-by-case case basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. For sure. Yep. So, yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm excited for Taco Fall, man. I, I, I think he can play. You know, if they, they see how they're using Boban and if he can get up and down the floor and rim protect and yeah contribute. Yeah. He's a better shot blocker than Boban, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yep. So, so, skill development, man. Uh, kind of been my what I've uh, been focusing on the last few years. Yeah, you're very good at it. So I'd like to ask you this. You know, Thank I was you. I really uh, appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. It's the truth. Um, so yeah, I was at uh, I was at God Sham God's. Uh, he got a podcast coming out actually, and Rod Strickland was on. Mm-hmm. And I kind of see it from both sides. You know, a lot of the uh, NBA guys or older NBA guys. They go, you know, he was talking about how yo he could never dribble with two basketballs. You know, right. he could just get to his spot. If you didn't cut him off, he was by you. Right. If you did right. cut him off. You know, one crossover to the rim or whatever yep. behind the back move you need to use. Yep. So, what's your thoughts on when you know they call them skills enhancement specialists? And and I definitely see it from both sides. You know, the guys using tennis balls, multiple basketballs. What are your thoughts on that? Do you feel that all of that is uh, beneficial? I do. Um, yeah. You know, and I hear a lot of people talking. You know, we don't like they don't like what this guy does, and they yeah. don't like what this guy does. Um, and I see it from every angle. Um, you know, I consider like I, I just I call myself like a student of the game. Right. I don't call myself a trainer. I don't call myself any of that. Like I'm a student of the game. Um, I've been I've been lucky enough to to hang around guys like Bill Self, who's won a little bit at the University of Kansas. Um, right. You know, I was on staff 
with with Larry Brown, you know, the the college I went to, we had success at. Now, you know, I've I've spent some time with Quinn Snyder and R.C. Buford. Um, so I just like to take whatever knowledge I've been lucky to learn and try to help with the next kid. And then as far as like, you know, two balls and all that stuff, um, I always I think there's a time and place for everything. Right. I think every kid is different. You know, if a kid is really, really struggling with his handles and his hand-eye coordination, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with the two right. ball. But I'm not going to focus on it the whole time because I, yeah. I, I agree with a lot of these old heads, man. Like, getting to your spot in the game and being able to make, you know, one dribble pull-up, a two dribble pull-up is the most important thing. One, like, one change of direction maybe right. if you have to. Yeah, right. Uh, and, you know, and, and there's time and place for everything, man. Like, I love the fact that we there's so many – skill guys out there who are helping these kids at young age learn some advanced moves um my biggest thing what i've found a problem is recently is you know we got kids more worried about wanting to be like harden and Kyrie, which is which is great but those are the same kids who are struggling to make two free throws in a row that's crazy you know so what are we really talking about right here how bad you know what do you do you want to dribble all day, or do you really you want dribble to... dribble in one spot real fast, but can you right. make, be efficient can you and make be efficient, free throws? Right? Yeah, yeah, can, you, right, right. can you do it with your head up and make the right pass? And, yeah. You know, um, I, got, I think I, a lot of that comes down to guidance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, who you learn from, who yeah. you play for, and all that, right. you know, like, I, I, I'm growing up, and, and I'm still kind of like this, and, and not, not to sound, you know, any type of way, you know, I always wanted to to be around guys who, who played the game also. I right. didn't care if you played in the NBA or not, but as long as you played, like I was willing to be on the court with you because you had that same feel, uh, you know, that I've probably felt before and you could teach me how to get, you know, to whereas if you hadn't done it at a certain level and you're trying to teach me a certain way, I'm like, well, it, it, it doesn't necessarily always feel like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. There's so many good, there's so many good, so many good people out there, you know, I, I was lucky enough when I lived in Miami to spend some time with Tim Hardaway Jr. and he let us come watch some. Were you some, working out with Andrew, by the way? Yeah, Andrew yeah. Ryan, Andrew, I had yeah, him on the podcast. Guy. Before. Okay, yeah, great yeah, guy, great guy. Yeah, talk yeah. nice, Andrew. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's my guy, man. It's my boy. He actually let me live on his couch for you know two months. When I was oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Shout out to family. Andrew, man. Andrew's family, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's family for real. Yeah. Um, Andrew Moran, the best trainer in, in Miami. There you go. That's Holler a good drop. That's a good drop. Holler at him. Anyone who needs him. Yeah. Miami Hoop School. So, um, you know, me and Andrew got to work with Tim Hardaway almost on a daily basis. So, right. You know, uh, for a week each summer, you know, the Knicks would come down. This is when Tim was on the Knicks. Yeah. And, and they would want to work with him. And, you know, me and Andrew would go watch so we could, you know, have some good good content. Not content, but... Um, continuity. Core, yeah, continuity. Yeah, and, yeah. and be on the same page. Right. Um, and Keith Smart, when they play one-on-one, -on -one, it's one dribble. A word? One dribble because he thinks when well, you know that the force and the in all at the power, the force, everything of that first step means everything. Right. I you got know, you. so while they're in practice, do it in one dribble. Because a lot of times when you, you look at you watch these NBA games, very few times you come off that down screen unless you're or one you of get those a quick swing swing. Yeah. You got that first initial power move, one dribble. It's the most important thing. And I really, you know, I sat there and watched Emmanuel Moutier and, and Tim and and um, I'm having a senior moment. I forgot who the third guy was. But, I mean, a battle one-on-one yeah. -on -one, just to get just to get to five. And, it, you know, it was, it was great. Yeah, great way to great. work on yeah, your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one dribble, you know, boom, boom, shot or hard jab, shot, hard jab, 
dribble the other way and step back. It was great. Um, yeah. One on one, such a great tool to get better. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. If you're doing it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I see a lot of kids out here do one on one and no, yeah. playing around, playing around. You they know. get 48 offensive yeah, rebounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I'm all about having fun, but I'm all about, I'm more about reaching goals yeah. and, and, and taking care of business too. Definitely. You know, because, you know, I, I know a lot of kids who put in the work and they've gotten their education paid for and, you know, now, now they're in the same conversation to, to take care of their families for off of basketball. Yeah, for the rest I, was, of their I life. was thinking about that when you were talking about it. It's just a great, like, even summer league, you see all these guys are going to have opportunities in the NBA yep. and even overseas and just making yep. money off the game. Your yeah. love is just so beautiful, man. Yeah, for sure. No, it is. So let's. So you've been more than gracious with your time. So let's finish with this, man. That trade, man. What a trade. I think it works out for everybody, but CP3, in my opinion, like he's kind of on a rebuilding team. What is he going to be like? Yeah. A coach, mentor type, like a, a player, coach, mentor type guy. What's your thoughts on, on the trade? So first of all, this is this has been the most wild off season. Has to be the most wild off season in NBA history. I mean. Definitely. The 2010 one when with, with, with LeBron and all that changed the game. Yeah. Um, but I think this is kind of changing it back. You know, we're having – now we have probably eight or nine teams with two hard rocking cats. It's like, like the way uh, NBA Jam yeah, used to be. NBA. Two stars so, on each so, team. So, <laughs> you know, um, I feel for Chris, uh, but Chris also might be playing with the best pick-and-roll big man in the game. That dude, Steve Adams. Tough. He don't miss on the screen. Him and Cantor are always underrated to me. Yeah, I like yeah. them both. Yeah. yeah. No, I love them both. Yeah. I love it. Still do. Yeah. Uh, um, I think Steve Adams, He don't, he, when he comes and hits you on the screen, like you're, it's, two, it's an immediate two-on-one yeah. because that dude's hurting. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris makes a lot of money. That's true. And it's going to be – I think it will be tough for them to buy him out. Um Maybe they'll maybe they'll come to that. You know, I think I think the rule is they have to hold on to him now for I want to say like ninety days, right? Before they can trade him. Um, I've heard you know some rumblings about Miami or him getting bought out and ended up in LA. Um, but also, I, I, everything the Paul George everything's been crazy. Um, last last summer I spent the whole August in Houston. Um, with with Chalmers and and we were with we've been traveling DC yeah, we've we been all over the place yeah, man man all over uh, DC global, my, uh, global, I mean global Miami DC, kids, man yeah. global DC I need <laughs> I need to get back up there with 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 you and Sackman and LJ man yeah that was a great day oh man yeah yeah it's DC great. has multiple pairs of combos court is actually his coach in Italy thought he he's like is that you on the side <laughs> Maybe we're walking out Coach, Maybe. he come up to me. I uh, <laughs> I did not know that you cannot uh, put your own your own face on your side. Me and DC are long lost brothers. Yeah, man. but that's my, man, that's my boy Combo. But I appreciate it, man. I wish I looked that good. <laughs> Hard work being this ugly over here, man. Um, but you know, I spent a month in Houston, and, and Chris was in the gym every day. And the dude, I I, I don't know if I've seen a be- a, a better teacher and competitor. Um, is a point guard man like he was so willing to help you know Donovan Mitchell and, and Mario that's and, dope and, and there was the kid from Houston I want to say his name was Rob Gray he played at Houston and because and, he sometimes because CP3 sometimes gets like a bad rap as does, a teammate it, right? it, it, he does for some reason man yeah. and, and I can't speak you know I, I've never been in the locker room with him um, but I'll tell you what the, the month of August last summer uh, Chris Paul was great Chris yeah. Paul was great you know they would lose a couple guys would leave the gym. Chris would stick around and, and, and work with the young guys. You know, he really? wanted, he wanted to keep playing. He wanted to keep getting shots up. And 
and then he'd hit the weight room. Uh, Chris was just awesome, man. His, his great kids, good dude, um, hell of a player. I mean, maybe the best, probably the best point guard I've seen in person. Really? That close in person. I mean, that, I mean yeah. dude, I was, I was in the practice gym every day, you know, for a month. In, in, yeah. He, his IQ. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. His IQ is unbelievable. How he can just toy with people, um, you know, mentally and literally with the ball. And I mean, when the dude gets to certain spots, I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, when he when he starts to jab with that right leg and that ball's down by his knee, right? You're right. screwed. Yo, speaking of the jab stuff, do you think it's uh, it's, it's getting to a point where it's obsolete? Because the, the game is so free flowing now. Yeah. I mean, the jab step was obviously so important back when I was a uh-huh. kid. You know, um, MJ was a you know mm-hmm. MJ was huge with that. You know, jab step, was a Kobe. Jab. Yeah. But now the game is a more European style where pass, move, yeah. cut, three. Everything's yeah. a quick hitter. Maybe in some ways, but I don't think it will ever. I mean, if you go look look at look at the best, not obsolete, but yeah. not not as important. I, I see where you're coming from, but but look look at the best scores in the NBA. Um, well, Harden, Harden, he kind of doesn't. He doesn't really jab step, right? I mean, he'll jab. I, I, yeah, I think. I mean, it might be a he little shimmy gets, jab. He kind of gets into his between cross, between right, cross. Right, right. But but when you watch him set up, like that left foot will that's stutter true. a little bit. That's you know, true. That's to true. me, that's a jab. That's true. You know, he's kind of playing with it. Right. Where he'll you go, know, yeah. so look at the best. I'm not saying the best players, the best scores. You know, like Kevin Durant, he gonna jab. That's you. a fact. You know, Carmelo. You know, Joe Johnson was jabbing. Yeah. So you know it. Chris Paul got a great jab in the mid post. But see what I'm saying? All the guys you just mentioned, a little bit past their prime. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You know, but yeah, but but there's still some of the best scores. Right, so, right, for sure, for sure. Um, I I see where you're coming from because, you know, I like I like how you know the game. I like pass, cut, screen away. Like yeah, keep moving, keep the ball yeah, moving. You know, too. five guys are touching the ball. Yeah, the ball is getting to the to the fourth side. I'm a big believer in in getting the ball up the floor quick and then trying to get it to the third side and then setting a high screen because I know I think the defense is moving and and, right. and, and it to, really opens it up. And to that point, it's like Joe Johnson and Carmelo are not washed up by any no, you know, by, no I, way, and no they're means. not and they're not in the league, you know. Right. Um, that's because I think just because that's where the NBA is kind of going away from that style of play, even though. Man, their talent level is like oh, you, roof, you look man. at you see Joe Johnson in big three, he makes it look right. so yeah, easy. I got to spend a, a, yeah. few, a few days with yeah. Hey, Joe Johnson came down, worked with he's Andrew Mor- Andrew Moran and myself, yeah, and he's tough. I sold Joe, man. That dude is a certified bucket. Yeah, walking bucket for but, sure. Um, it's just weird. It's, a, it's weird, man. Yeah. You know, you know, growing up, you know. I'm not knocking anyone. I'm just when I was a little kid, you know, I'm looking at guys. You sound you know, like an old guy, DC. You know, I'm looking at guys like. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at guys, you know, like John Sally and, and, and Eric Dampier and all these guys who are great, great players, but, you know, who played almost 20 years in the league. Yeah. You know, in the last few years in the league, it wasn't like, I don't think they could contribute like Carmelo could come in and contribute right now, you know? But That's I also, true. That's what I'm but saying. But I also yeah. think, I also think, you know, like Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley 100% accepts his role and, you know, he knows he's more important in the locker room than on the court and right and like and right. i think if more guys would accept that like part of brooklyn's success this year was him right 100 yeah, yeah. percent. that dude came in stretched the floor and kept the locker room great extended the floor and extended his career 100 crazy now yeah. now he's has a chance to be playing in the nba finals next year you know um, dope yeah that's dope because anytime you get on a team with lebron you got and a now chance. you got anthony davis like yeah. 
for sure have a chance. Sure. Um, you know, so I hope the game continues to, to grow and, and all that, but I would also like to see, you know, it defense become a priority again. You know, I love I love bas- I love going to basketball games and the final score being 120 to 132. You know, like that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should dope. I go to a soccer game and see they're gonna be zero zero one nothing? You yeah. know, like I I I, I can't. You must have to- saw some good soccer games in Italy. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Juventus, man. Shout out to Juventus Soccer Club. Uh, but like, I can't go to I can't go to NFL games anymore. I can't I can't go to MLB games. Right. Because it's not there's not it's not enough for me. Yeah. It's not enough for me. Yeah. Even come to a summer league game and then try to go go to one of the. It, it, it just I love the up and down. I love the competitive. The physicality the basketball is, and um, I just think it's great, man. Uh, so yeah, let's let's finish with summer league then. Um, where do you see it going? It's already grown so much. Do you think there's a space where it could grow even more? Like where do you, where do you see this all going with summer league? See, it's weird, man. Like UNLV's venue is so perfect because you can have two games, yeah, going at once. You don't have to worry about a casino, right? You know, um, there was a there was a you know I remember a few years ago when when Lonzo was a rookie and all that and and I mean the game was starting at, at twelve o'clock and excuse me, by eight AM there's five thousand people waiting outside and it's a hundred degrees, you know, it's like crazy. So now it's like <laughs> people are passing out outside, you know, to get in for the summer league game. So I remember, you know, we've talked about we I've heard rumblings of where, you know, where can can we move the venue to, to the T Mobile or can we have two Two on site, you know, like two gyms, but like, but this is so dope that it's all together. Right. I like that no, part of it. We gotta, yeah, you gotta keep it like this, man. Yeah. It's intimate and and yeah, and it's great for the fans, man. You can come here and and it's great for the coaches. It's great and everybody man. who's involved with basketball. Who's everyone's you, in yeah. one building. You ain't gotta yeah. worry about. I gotta make it over here for the five o'clock. Yeah, right. I gotta worry about traffic. Like, you get here, it's an all in one. Um, I like it better than the regular seasons, to be honest. Me personally, I mean, yeah, I, yeah it, to, me to, personally. Some sometimes, I mean. The basketball is not as good. Right, but right, right. The environment is better. Yeah, definitely. Um, everyone's in better moods. Yeah, <laughs> you know, hundred um, percent. It's crazy, man. My first, it's more laid back. My first few yeah. years coming out here, like, one of my jobs every day was to make sure that the top of Thomas and Mac was tarped off, and we had all thirty teams. They, I'm telling you, it was it was about a twenty-five foot by seven foot flag draped down. So every day, you know, it was my responsibility to. To make sure that it was all tarped off and the flags were up and and no one was allowed up on the second floor, you know. I, you, yeah, I crazy, used to catch yeah. some interns up there snoozing, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, taking yeah. a little cat nap, you know. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put them out there, but you know, they know who they are up there catching naps on the second floor. Um, but you know, now it's Pat. Like the other night, Zion RJ during the earthquake game, it's nineteen thousand people in there, man. Crazy. Night, like crazy cause the earthquake yeah you know there'll be some some teams you know who don't get to see that in a home game in the regular season absolutely not you know there's yeah. there's college programs who i don't, don't think the nets the that. nets the lowest attendance they might have not even seen anything like that you know no, that, that, that'll all change oh that, definitely yeah, yeah. it's over yeah it's over yeah, that atmosphere is going to be crazy for them brooklyn boys man for sure yeah so are, are you how, how do you feel about that are you excited i mean are you you're a nick guy and I don't, I'm not a I'm not an anybody guy anymore, yeah. man. I'm like yeah. I don't. But uh, yeah, man, it brings basketball. It's good for basketball in New York because you know 
Durant's not going to be playing next year, but just him being in the building, Kyrie playing. You know, the kids love the way Kyrie plays. Yeah. He's so marketable. Yeah. You know, they had a great team last year, but I don't think they had anybody who was super box office. Yeah. And now they got two guys. One guy's going to play this year. I think it's going to be awesome for it's the NBA. It's just good to have a good New York team with guys who people really want to see. You know, yeah. even the average general fan will just go out their way to go see. Yeah. You know, I think it's I think it's great. And I think people are sleeping on the East, man. I think, you know. Yeah. I think people are asleep on the East. I, I, I really I think like, the Nets got better and Boston got better. I think a lot yeah. of teams got better, yeah. man. I, you know, Miami got better with 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 Jimmy Butler. And yeah, and and, and, Phil, C, and it, CP3 might get over there, right? Might, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so let's let's yeah. wait to hear on that because because I think that might happen. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't end up with LeBron, your sources are telling you. DC nah, no, nah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a guess on that one, man. But but I mean, if you go down and look at it, you know, you know, obviously Toronto took a hit. But you know they still got Kyle Lowry and, and Pascal and, and definitely. You know they're still going to compete. They won games when Kawhi, uh, Kawhi wasn't playing last. They was like eighteen and five, eighteen yeah. and four or something. Yeah. You know? So, you know they're still going to be good. You know Philly, I think Philly. Who knows? Philly may have gotten better. You yeah. know. You know. Um, For sure. I don't think they did, but you know I think losing JJ really hurt. You know losing Jimmy Butler. Al Horford's a big pickup though. Al Horford. We'll see huge. if the big the big man can come back. Josh yeah. Richardson's huge. You know. Yeah. You know, and I I I really like what Atlanta's doing. I think Atlanta Dope. is is on the same path that you know kind of the Denver Nuggets or or the Warriors run. I don't know. I I I like to say they're more like the Nuggets until we see you know what Trey Young and Cam and, and Hunter and all those guys can yeah. do. But you know, the Coach Lloyd has got them a great coach. You know. He's got him competing, uh, changing the culture. Definitely. You know, it, it's an exciting time to be in Atlanta. So I think people are asleep on the East, you know, between, you know, Giannis in Milwaukee and and Philly, Boston. Um, who else we got over there? Miami. Um, Charlotte will, will compete. Toronto will compete. Um, Indiana, I think Indiana got better. Orlando, this, Orlando got yeah. better. You know, if Olin Depot comes back, you know, who knows how good Indy Indy can be as good as yeah. as, as good as anyone in the East. And you know, I, I grew up a big big Bulls fan, and I love Jim Boylan. So, you know, I'm confident that you know he's got he's got his good young pieces in there, man. I was I was happy with Kobe White, and you know they got the Lori kid from Arizona and, and Wendell tough. Carter and. Yeah. Sure. And Zach Levine and I like what I saw from Kobe White in summer league. Yeah, he's great. I think he's great, man. I think he's great. Um, yeah. So tell me this. Let me ask you. What? What? How do you feel about the, the top eight teams in the West? Man, what's your or it's what's tough. your what's combos July prediction today? Well, Clippers. To the day the day after the the Russell Westbrook blockbuster trade. Yeah. So two LA teams, Houston, right? Yep. Uh, so that's three. Let's see who we got. Got to go with my boy Quinn Snyder and the Utah Jazz. Definitely the Denver's in there. Denver, that's five. Dude, does Dallas make it in? I think that's a serious question. Yeah, I, I, I think if they stay healthy, year, I think they're a year away. They're a year away. I'm what if, if everybody you. stays healthy? You don't see an eighth, an eighth, an eighth spot. Well, we got to think. So we're at five right now. Yeah. Golden State's gonna be good. Yeah. You know, they, they'll just they have Steph. They got experience. Draymond. They got Steph. Draymond. D. Russell was a good D. pickup D. to hold them over. Clay will be back. You yeah. know. Um. So that 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 that's six or seven. Yeah. Um. You, but, Portland, you got to put Portland in there. Dame just signed for Dame me. signed, and and I think Hassan Whiteside is going to come in there and not be on no bull. Dame might not let him be on some. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. and Hassan can't like, you know, I I like Hassan. He's always been a good dude to me. Um, yeah. But you know, like, with everything that they said about Did him, he, in he Miami, feel like with him he got paid and kind of took the gas off the pedal. No, no, no. I I think he, 
he didn't necessarily want to be a hundred percent back to the basket on the block player. Yeah. Um, and and that's where Miami thought he should be playing. What do you want to go and shoot step back? Yeah, threes? yeah. He wanted not <laughs> not necessarily step back, but you know, pick yeah. and pop. And, okay, okay. And, can he know, shoot it? Can he shoot the three? Uh, I think he can. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about it in in an NBA game, but you yeah, know, I've yeah. seen you know got to go to some Remy workouts and all yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he. I mean, he can Knock shoot it. Down. I mean, yeah. anyone can shoot with Casper on him. You know, so I hope he can. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope you know he can do a little prove prove that. Yeah. He can play out there, you know. So, so Portland got better too. Um, you know, the Pelicans got better, right? You know, I think the, I think I got Dallas over the Pelicans right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Dallas. Uh, so I think it'll be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a fun time in the NBA this year, man. With, Definitely with, with with everything going on, you know. I'm excited. I hope I hope Phoenix can compete. I, I really like Booker. Yeah, you know they got Ricky Rubio, who you know be able to get him the ball. Booker hasn't been able to show himself on like the national stage yet. You right, know? right. Yeah. You know, and, they, and they, so I'm kind of like yeah. he's in the same boat as Kimba. I'm excited for Kimba, man. Oh, yeah. I hope cardiac Kimba. It's great for his brand. Yeah, man. He's, I, and smooth, he just, yeah. you know, you got to respect a guy like you know Kyrie and Kimba, guys like that who have been at the top of their class since you know they were in high school and and they're still continuing to produce like. You just want to see them to, to be able to get a chance, and yeah. and I think Kimba's going to get that chance in 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 Boston. You know, I agree. I think Detroit got better. You know, I like Detroit. You know, they signed Markeith Morris to play with to play with Blake Griffin, and you know that was a good eight seed last year, and Blake was hurt. You know, so I think the NBA is going to be is in is in the right area right now. At least I hope it is. You know, I hope everyone stays healthy and. And we have a fun year because I think if everyone stays healthy, it's going to be uh, it's a toss up. I mean, I I don't. I agree. I think I think eight eight teams have a chance. More parity than in a long time. Yeah, I yeah. think eight teams have a chance to if the the stars align and the ball drops for them in the right way, then they can be competing for a I mean, look. What happened with Toronto? Yeah, this is going to be the season of load management and parity. Right, it's going to be. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I think the Lakers. I think, man, Palinka did a great job of, of finishing that roster, putting that roster together. Um, let's see, you know, if they can play well together. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, man, I'm excited, man. I think it's gonna be good, a good year for the NBA. Um, I hope, I hope the next thing that that can get handled is figuring out guys like Zion and RJ if if it'll be good for them to come straight from high school or I mean I think it should I think that's what it should be it's up to the teams to draft you so I you know agree. when they say people aren't ready like it's up to the team to draft you it's I, not up to the player I, I, I 100% <laughs> agree man yeah. um, it'd be nice if they could if they could kind of figure out you know a system like baseball well that's what they're trying to do with the D league and yeah. the minor league system yeah. right where you get yeah. where you get two way right. is a good step where you get rights for teams. And yeah. DC, man. Combo, man. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Yo, really appreciate you taking care of your boy in Summer League. DC always, always takes man. great care of me. Always, uh, man. I hope I hope I can get back up to to New York, man. Yeah. Get in the gym with you guys. Two on two. Man, shout out to DJ, man. <laughs> took a chance Took a chance on me. Let me come up there and, yeah. and work with some high-level kids, man. So I'm always yeah. always grateful for my man, Mr. Sackman, and, yeah. and everything he's got going on. Check out the Hoop Study program he's got. Yeah, check out my boy Andrew Moran in the Miami Hoop School. Yeah, all you the know, come, working come, together. Come check out my stuff too, man. You know, I got a good little brand for the love is is the name of my brand. So, okay, 
So it's gonna launch. Did Combo get a workout? I know I'm retired and old, but can I get one workout? Come on, at these man. Things? All right, let's Combo, do it. I'm trying. I'm still trying to get a 10 day, bro. So oh, okay. Call up your teams in Israel. Call up whoever you got, bro. <laughs> tell them you got a 5'11 unathletic. What did I tell shooter. you? What, what did I tell you the first time I saw you play? You what can the, hoop. You said I can hoop. I t- out of everybody in that gym, I came to you and I was like, Yo, oh, man, hey. I like your game. Hey. You remember that? Oh yeah. I didn't say it to anybody else. No, I'll never forget yeah, it, bro. Yeah. Because you're one of the few people who's actually yeah. came up and yeah. told me that. <laughs> hey, bro, I don't know why. I don't get no love on the court, bro. But hey, nah, you could hoop, bro. Combo, combo hells. Because I see down. things, man. That's why Combo's court is one of the biggest basketball podcasts. Because I see it for the real way, not how you know most right, people right, see right. it. Man, I'm not about to get out here and come down the lane and dunk on you or no, break you down. You play the right way. You play the right way. A couple dribbles, make the yeah. right pass, screen away. Yeah. Stay in my lane, get my spots, man. And we out here, man. Yeah, we out here. Combo Nation, DC yeah. Nation. We out here, my man. Thanks for being here, DC. Thank you so much, man. I hope I can get back on soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I'm and, not uh, out to the summer league and we and we can. We yeah. continue to talk, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I hope we can catch up in, uh, if you get out to New York and also next year in Summer League or whenever we could, you know, for sure, make it happen. We're going to be doing some things for sure, man. Talk soon. Talk Combo nice. Nation, we out of here. Talk nice, baby. Talk <laughs> nice. There it is. Episode 80 of Combo's Court is in the books. Thanks for listening. Big shouts to D. Compton for joining in. We appreciate you. Let me know how you feel about this episode right on the comment section of your Apple Podcast app. Be on the lookout for episode 81. Combo out.